This podcast is a revival of the old-school table debate from a time before Google, Wikipedia, and OnlyFans. Answers to questions are hard to find, but so is an unbiased article on your uncle's Facebook wall. Welcome to the Issues on the Table. Hi, I'm Matt Schuster, and I really wish the Beatles never existed. Hi. Uh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I'm Tom Croucher, and um, I wish more people would eat Beatles. Where am I supposed to go with that? It's a, it's a, it's a good source of protein. We could solve a lot of the world's problems, apparently. <laughs> hi. I'm Mike Donahue, and... Isn't that cannibalism? What? what? Oh, Eating the Beatles. Beatles. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Dude, okay, wait, I don't hold think on the a world's health hold on a um, second. Wait. food crisis is getting solved if people start gnawing on Paul McCartney's fingers. <laughs> I would like to break down the double entendre we just went through because that was a journey for my brain because you said literal Beatles and then Mike said cannibalism and then for a second... I'm so tired, I thought, is Mike a beetle? (laughs) (laughs) But then he clarified that eating, you know, John Lennon, God rest his soul, would be cannibalism, which is true. But I then I thought, Mm. is John Lennon a beetle? And my brain had to reboot. I mean, he was. But he He wasn't a a literal. (laughs) (laughs) Is it still cannibalism if they've been dead for a while? Mike, what that, is what is this show? What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> this is the, well, <laughs> welcome to the issues on the table. We're hopefully a comedy podcast. We sometimes hit the mark, sometimes don't. Um, sometimes we just fall into cannibalism. So you know, it's kind of a hit or miss. Um, what we like to do here is we like to talk about issues. Um, for those of you who complain and say they're not real issues, um, I'm sorry, but you aren't me, and I have real issues to talk about. So um, suck it. Um, okay. And Tom has a real issue, and Matt has a real issue, and we have real listening issues for you today. So. Come with us on this journey. Um, if you guys don't mind, I would like to start. Is that okay with you, gents? Oh, see, sure. no, you said Tom and <laughs> you said Tom and Matt have an issue, but you didn't say anything about yourself. I said I have a real issue. I did. Okay, let me just mute Mike real quick. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, fine. Go ahead. What is it? Okay. I I'm always kind of trying to look for like the next business idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just to like see if you can get a jump on it, right? I don't know if I'd ever actually be able to get a jump on it because I don't have like the manufacturing power or anything like that. But just yeah. if I can kind of figure it out before it comes out, it kind of makes me feel special about myself. So I was noticing the other day when I was shopping. Yeah. Um, I got a new coffee machine because our old one broke. So we got um, we got a new um, Nespresso machine. And I went home to set it up and I always read through the manual really quick just to make sure if there's anything weird I don't know about or I need to double check on. And this one, when I open up, it goes... And now to begin your setup process, please connect it to the Wi-Fi. And I was like, connect my coffee machine to my Wi-Fi network? No, no, no. But no, no. hold up, hold up. But bear no. with hold up, bear with me, bear with me, right? This is like the new thing, right? Apparently, people no, just like take smart back. things. <laughs> just, <laughs> take it but hold back. up, hold up. But see, now maybe it's not for me or you or you, right? The three of you or the three of us. But I feel like people are really into this whole smart thing we got going on right now, right? So what if we could come up with the next smart item before they make it. I don't know what that is. 
But if we can come up with a good smart item and market it to the right demographic, we could make millions. Nay, billions. Nay, one Bitcoin. Ooh, now you're talking. Okay, okay. Um, this feels like uh, that old Big Bang Theory episode where they were coming up with their business idea and they decided to put Bluetooth into everything. Uh, it's, oh. it's similar. It's similar nature, but I think we need to take it a step further and every, it should be sm- like a smart, you know, like it has the sensors to analyze the use, right? It can track how you use it and when you use it. It can give you data, like updates, like, oh, you've been sitting on your couch for three hours today. You've shifted four times, right? Like, or it can give you like the, you know, the wake up. So we, are all. we doing a smart couch? May, may, maybe it could, could be a smart couch. Well, let, let, let's, let's mm. go with that for a second. Okay. Now, my question, if you have a smart couch, does it, is it limited only to the Wi-Fi or is it, can it be like a tactile kind of smartness where it like, you have to use your butt print to unlock a certain like. <laughs> to unlock the the the, the um the footrest or that it's or like I, a lazy boy that or I was gonna say okay. like like it recognizes your butt and it's like oh Matt likes it at a at a softness of sixty five let me just let me adjust like it you know. changes your settings for you holy crap that's yeah. actually I don't know hmm. because then <laughs> but okay here's the other thing though because you're mentioning something like oh it could give you all these stats like how much you've used it how yeah, much can- how long you've used it each time you've used it blah 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 blah. Why would I need to know? How does that help me, though? You see, I'm looking around my office and I'm going, yeah, like a Wi-Fi hole punch. Ah, congratulations. <laughs> You've punched four pieces of paper this week. And I'll be like, well, that's, that's well under quota. I need to do some work. <laughs> send, you, send you an email update. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, it appears you haven't punched enough pages. Have you been sending Can- out enough invoices lately? Can they have um, them? No, no, that's getting too real. Um, (laughs) Can they have, um, can they have a cool little like punchy mascot that like appears on like the email, like the punchy, like like Clippy, the Clipper. Exactly. Oh my God. He's just a little, actually, let's just make him Clippy, the Clippart thing. Yeah. Yeah. But with boxing gloves, we'll call him Punchy. Oh Oh my gosh. Perfect. And then Punchy can greet you. And basically give you updates. And like, it's not, okay, we're, hold on. We're not <laughs> no, limited no. to hole punches. Oh, no. But if we out. were, it, oh. hello, it looks like you're trying to punch five pieces of paper. Can I help you with that? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it gives you like, okay, per- like suggestions. Like I see, I see you're trying to hole punch five pieces of paper. Want to make it six? Let's, <laughs> let's spice things up. Why not? Whoa, whoa there. <laughs> 12 pieces is too many. <laughs> I can't handle that many. Um, you could also, cause like, cause punchy could become a line of office, smart office products. And then every week when you get your update, you can be like, you've written four miles worth of text. You've punched 40. I don't have a metric. Holes. <laughs> 40 <laughs> holes. <laughs> well, divide behind by- on your quota, Dave. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it links into your bosses, um, the whole the whole office ecosystem. Yeah, we get in trouble. But we do make a um, a a handy uh, line of office like squeezy toys, um, like, uh, you know, like stress relievers, stress balls. Yeah, Yeah, stress relievers. Yeah. Now, punchy, punchy's going places. I will give you I will give you two hundred thousand dollars for 50 percent of this business. (laughs) 
Oh my god! Can you imagine trying to pitch shark tank. a smart stress ball to the shark tank, and you like hand each one of them something, and it's just like they start squeezing it, like hmm, and then like Punchy just starts yelling back stats like, Frank, god damn it, Frank, gotta lay off the beer. He's like, what'd you say? I can hear your heartbeat, Frank. I'm just, <laughs> I couldn't you handle are that. Dehydrated. Yeah, you I know, have analyzed your sweat. Side note, I have, I have a confession to make. Actually, I remember when I was a kid and Clippy first, you know, became a thing in like the early two thousands or whenever that he joined Microsoft. He when, whenever they hired Clippy, when they hired Clippy, dude, that was nineties. <laughs> oh, it was nineties. I'm sure. Oh, so that. I was like, a really oh no, I came on. Let's call it no two thousands. Yeah, oh, okay. I remember. I was really scared of Clippy. Was anyone else like irked? Or weirded out by Clippy? I personally found him delightful. Oh my god. <laughs> no, man. I was kind of indifferent <laughs> to him. I, I kind of felt like I always needed to help him out because he just stared at me while I was working. I was like, hi. Maybe that's hey, what it was. Oh. It was like having a clown standing in the corner of your room like, <laughs> I see you made a typo. Would you like a suggestion? You want a hand with that? <laughs> <laughs> I see you went with the Times New Roman. That's a bold move. <laughs> May I suggest Comic okay. Sans? It'll give you a whimsical look. Windings is not for anyone. Um, <laughs> well, that almost can be integrated into like just like that concept of correcting you. Could it be integrated into like other products as well? Like not just Office, right? But like a couch. Like you know, you've you've watched this show four times in the past month. Are you sure you would like to watch it again? Well, can hold I suggest on a you another show? But that's kind of like what Netflix already does, though, right? Because, like, but it doesn't yeah, without a whimsical little character. Oh, yeah, that's right. Have, that's right. That's right. What is it? A giant floating end going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, with it, with a couch, like, with, with Punchy, is it, it, it's a couch. So, is there like a holographic, like, projection of Punchy that just pops up in the middle of the room? Oh, we're, we're back to the couch. Hang on. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> that's all I can think about. Because if, if I'm thinking about like what smart devices do, like our smartphones, the, the the thing that weirds me out the most about smartphones is they always know, like, I feel like if I talk about something in casual conversation with someone, my phone will suggest it to me on the internet somewhere. So I feel like oh, yeah, totally. your f phones definitely mind read you somehow. So I'm like, what if a couch did that? And you what sat down. Mind read you? Yeah. I you think, sat down I mean, and you're like, we, we well, can, we, it appeared that you had major hemorrhoids yesterday you were talking about it do you want do you want me to adjust your settings <laughs> <laughs> i don't feel comfortable with no, you knowing it can that, tell Auntie. it can tell via the butt print that you're developing hemorrhoids oh before god. you actually notice oh my and god yeah it um just automatically buys you preparation h perfect actually also yeah so it autos it all syncs to amazon one well, yeah ben benefit. Yeah. two it the couch because of we were sitting on it right we're spending a lot of time on it it tracks all your vitals and it auto syncs to your doctor's office so your doctor can track your health stats and tell you before you're sick what's going on and we can sell this information to other people because you know we'd be like hey man the average the average um orange county resident in, in southern california sits on his couch for five hours a day um, with left butt cheek containing 80% of their weight. So we would like you to create um, a left-leaning television to help adjust our <laughs> eyes uh, into better vision. I don't know. I'm oh, and 80%. 80%. I mean, okay, hold up. Like, okay, right? Like, you're sitting on the couch like this, right? Like, uh, do, how many of you sit down like this? 
Yeah, okay, Mike, I get it. Do you realize how much of your weight is 80%, my guy? Okay, get, for two seconds, get comfortable on your chair really quick, like you're pretending like I you're sitting am. on your couch. I am, I'm sitting. No, pretend, pretend like you're sitting on your couch, like go, like, like you're about to sit down, you're about to like, ah. Oh. How much of your butt cheek is actually touching the couch right now? All of it. Because oh, you, you just, you just slouched, you just went... Is that how you get comfortable? Mike, your argument is falling <laughs> apart. What are you talking about? Like 80% if you're leaning on the I'm arm. trying to picture Matt, that my is like butt cheek isn't even touching the couch. Dude, that is literally like if you were doing bicep curls and you had a hundred pound dumbbell in one hand and nothing in the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 80% weight. Oh I know, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's not a <laughs> That's how I do mine. I j- is that not how you do you just like curls? like put you like put all of your weight on one butt cheek and you're like yes I want to sit like a bird on my butt cheek like one of those eagles you balance on your fingertip while I watch South Park this is gonna be great oh yes here we go Punchy knows what to do and then the next day your doctor calls you and says I heard you needed a butt massager because you're putting eighty percent of your weight on your left <laughs> butt cheek you absolute maniac. And you go, thank you, doctor. It seems like I have a legitimate problem. (laughs) I feel attacked. (laughs) I I think uh, Punchy Punchy could be, um, because we have got various stages of lockdown around the world. Yeah, yeah. So Punchy punchy could also be a, a part of the fitness app. Okay. So it pops up on your phone. Yep. You're sitting, you sit down. It goes, you've been on your couch for eight hours today. Pops up on your phone. Gives you a reminder, and if, if that doesn't work, uh, then the couch throws the cushion at your head. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's I, I like that too. Like, Punchy could be like a motivational friend, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, anytime yeah, it syncs like, with your um, something fitness app, yeah, anytime something excessive happens, he can just pop up and be like, Hey, hey man, you want to talk? You, <laughs> you've been watching The Office for 12 hours. Um, <laughs> Are you still there? There's a real office that you haven't been to in a week. Your boss has been calling. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right, punchy, punchy, copyright, copyrighted. Um, don't, don't take it, please, guys. Um, punchy okay. the smart couch. Punchy the smart, the, the smart product <laughs> fan. Okay, this brings <laughs> us to. As you can tell, we have a new voice with us, ladies and gentlemen. We have a guest, our guest host. It is Tom. Who you've heard from numerous other times on our show. He is a producer and co-host for the Zesty Life Hacks and our new best friend. Tom, how you doing? I, I, am, I am good. I am good. Uh, I wish I had Hardy here. He would come up with something funny to say when, um, when asked how they're doing. But um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm in Australia. Uh, it's summer. It's great. I know. It's so weird that it's summer over there and winter over here. Um, where, where, is, where is your son right now? Is he, uh, is he at, at school? school or At school? Yeah. Okay. Because it's daytime yep. over there, it's like dark as night over here. Well, Tom, we didn't just bring you on this the show to to fish through our issues. Obviously, you have an issue too. What is? Oh, it? yeah, plenty of issues. Probably uh, great white <laughs> sharks for one. <laughs> nope, 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 oh, nope, nope, no, just don't go there. That's easy. I mean, like, <laughs> just don't go to the ocean. <laughs> swim between the flags. Stay in the netted area. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Notice uh, how Tom hasn't shown us his hands yet. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such a pansy. I wish I was wearing a jumper now. Oh, anyway. 
no, look, let's get back to my issue from the other week. Toothpicks. Oh. They're scary, yeah? Toothpicks. Yeah, you guys, yeah, we didn't, you said you'd have me on and we would- To talk um, about it. To talk about the toothpicks. Do you want to do that now? I'm, yes. I mean, more, please. If that is, if, more than welcome to, to address this. And I remember okay, cool. so, being confused about it, so please expound. Yeah, so uh, I was uh, at the at the kitchen. Uh, Hardy's getting ready for school, and he has put a whole a whole packet. You know the, the the round plastic dispensers of toothpicks. He's put a whole one of those in his <laughs> lunchbox, and I'm going. You're not allowed to what? take peanuts to school. Can you take toothpicks? Because you're basically taking like sharp. Oh, like tiny little needles, like stuff. wooden needles, yeah. right? Yeah. It, yeah. It just looked wrong in his lunchbox anyway. And he goes, oh, but, you know, my teeth. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I took a couple out and gave him a couple and put the rest of them away. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, I hate, I, I hate using wooden toothpicks. I just, the idea of them, um, I think, I think, Matt, you, you nailed it uh, when you were talking about, yeah, the, the idea that one splinters and goes into your gum. Okay. It's a very real. If you yeah. think about it, mm-hmm. definitely. And it, it, it's it's one of those things that um, we do a lot of things that if you think about them, you just go, "Why are we doing this?" Yeah, <laughs> like with Q-tips, right? Like it's the same yeah. type of concept. Exactly. It's like if you think about it. Well, mm, it's like standing on an edge and going, "Oh, if I took one more step." <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're equating that with toothpicks. That's great. Oh, well, look, well, they're seldom well made. It's not yeah. like you're getting a toothpick made out of, uh, like a wooden toothpick made out of some uh, beautiful hardwood that's been artisan crafted. And like it's, sanded um, perfectly and cleaned up and polished and oiled. No. Yeah, no, yeah, that's no, true. No. Also, why was Hardy taking an entire pack of toothpicks to school? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that too. There's a deeper issue there too. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Although I also like, kind of like his moxie though. It was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just put a whole pack of toothpicks in there. They won't care. His <laughs> teacher calls you out, um, Mr. Croucher. Yes, uh, we have to talk about what? <laughs> well, a lot of the other students were scared that Hardy was going to try to kill him. <laughs> He's threatening them. <laughs> Give me your homework. He <laughs> has like these little tiny, these little tiny swords. He's threatening. <laughs> He's just, he's just put them between his knuckles and he's being Wolverine. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchtime Wolverine. I love it. Yeah. Uh, no, he just – we live a little far away from school. He's got to catch the bus. Mm-hmm. And so we have to get up relatively early, especially early for a teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's just, just not awake. <laughs> he just went <laughs> He's just like uh, – <laughs> he had the mental thought, I need toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to open the box and choose one. I don't have the motor skills. What if he chose yet. the wrong one too? Like, what if he chose like the broken one and he gets to school and now he has to deal with having a bad toothpick? Like the whole purpose of waking up, right? Also, I, how often do you get broken ones in a pack? I, it depends well, on like the type of pack, right? If it's the yeah. plastic one you're talking about, you're good to go. But if it's like the no, plastic, wooden- plastic toothpicks are fine. Yeah, no, it's the wooden yeah. ones. Yeah. And, and like in the wooden ones, if you get them in like those cardboard boxes, I've had a lot of bad luck with, like those, I don't know, like if you have your, have, you have them for like little like appetizers at a fancy party or something, right? Oh, dude, out. why are you putting that in food? Yeah. I don't, but I'm, I, yeah, I feel like I'll, there's some level of like social stigma. They're like, 
put this in here and make it so it's safe to pick up before COVID times. And it's like, well, what if you eat it? Like, well, okay, hold on. Two things. No, it's yeah. I've been thinking about this. One, if you see if 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 I'm presented with a sandwich that has a toothpick in it, which you know the myth. Wait, really quick. That they is that something in Australia too? Do they put toothpicks in your yeah. sandwiches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll okay. get a burger sometimes cut in half. Yeah, with a toothpick in the the side that you know you're presumably going to eat second. Right, right, right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same. Sometimes it's not wood though. It's just like a piece of bamboo with a curl in it. Like, well, a pe- what if there's a splinter in my food? Okay. All right. We we have the same thing here. And mm. like, if you go to a deli, if I'm presented with a sandwich that has a toothpick in it, which uh, they've created this myth that that's somehow holding the sandwich together. No, it's not. <laughs> so they give me a sandwich with a toothpick in it for God knows what reason. Now, if I don't take the toothpick out before I start eating the sandwich and I get a big bite of that toothpick, that's my fault. Mm, the level of anxiety that Isn't this it? is building. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But then, now also, the, the more I've thought about this since you sent that in, the, uh, the more I realize the toothpick industry, I think, has been kind of like a sleeper industry under the tobacco industry. Right, because the to- so? because okay, bear with me. I, so I am the tobacco. I'm, I'm, I'm drop bearing with you. So the t- oh my god, drop bears. <laughs> That's a terrifying thing. I'm gonna have nightmares about. So, um, I picture like like gremlins, but with koalas. So, all right. So you have the tobacco industry. They, you know, for years, you know, they were trying to, you know, market cigarettes to be cool to kids, to get kids to smoke so they could sell more products. And then that got debunked and, you know, selling this and that, but with all the secondhand smoke campaigns and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, now there's the the big argument that, you know, vaping can be like a gateway to smoking cigarettes or, or whatever. Right. Okay. Take toothpicks, a plain toothpick. It looks sharp. You're naturally going to be like, okay, I'll kind of be careful with this. I don't want to, you know, be willy-nilly with this sharp instrument. But then, what have they done over the years? They added little frilly pieces of, like, tissue paper on the end of them to make them look decorative when you put them in a deli sandwich. They put umbrellas on the end of them to make them seem hip and cool. Mm. And the umbrella ones are typically accompanied by alcoholic drinks, which make you let your guard down. Ergo, you're more likely to... Consume that was a very gross sound. I'll edit that out. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. You're very likely to like choke on a on a very dangerous sharpie pointy toothpick. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is more insidious than we've thought. And you think the tobacco company? Uh, like I was with you until you. Yeah. It, it, maybe they're getting you to drink alcoholic drinks, and then you're more likely to let your guard down and then go back to smoking. Oh, because there's some. Uh, uh, is that, do you have friends who go, oh, yeah, no, like I maybe have a cigarette, but only when I'm drinking? Yeah, yes, yeah, so true. Some 30-somethings. True. But what, what, what I'm saying is that, like, I'm saying that big tobacco and big alcohol, like, they're obviously linked because, I mean, they're very popular mm-hmm. vices that can be bad for you used in excess or with so cigarettes say, at saying- all. But hold on. I'm saying big toothpick? That's a sleeper. No one's going to think that big toothpick is a, is a bad thing. <laughs> so you are, you say, are you saying well, that I do big now. toothpick saw a decline in sales of their wooden swords so they're like hold up let's just make them look cool and hip and throw umbrellas on them and now everybody's gonna forget their toothpicks and think oh look a little 
umbrella. That's exactly what I'm saying to you. Yes. Hmm. Oh, and is that why um, anime characters now always got a toothpick is in their true? teeth? Yeah, in they do. Teeth. Yeah, like yeah. There's, I feel like there's there's a lot quite of a few anime characters. Yeah. With a okay, t- so huh. hold up. We can we can fix all of this right now. We just come up with an alternative to the to- toothpick. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. Hey, floss. We've got it done. Mip. Thanks, floss. <laughs> <laughs> Solved. <laughs> rope. Shove this rope between your teeth. When it, how, oh, okay. hang on. Do we have an issue with floss now? Do we? <laughs> I don't know if we do. We might. But how, okay. What are you? Okay. Really quick. Floss might work. Let me just. Let's just run through it really quick. So instead of a toothpick in your sandwich, floss around it. You have a floss loop around your sandwich oh. held together. Good to go. Burger, floss Genius. burger loop. Genius. Okay. Dude, done. Done. Can um, you imagine people in a restaurant just just <laughs> winding one finger, one like, with two with like two foot of floss just after their burger, just okay. <laughs> to get to that back mall. <laughs> okay. Be amazing. Also, Just a up. restaurant full of that. Oh, man. Perfect. I like it. Also, can you guys confirm for me? Little umbrella with tube thick in your drink? No. String of floss in your drink. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's maybe same, maybe same thing, same yeah. thing, Tom. Like, what, you, ha- you have you have fruit and drinks. What if you get some pulp stuck between your teeth? You're just at the bar talking to your girl on your first date. You're going, oh, hold on one minute. <laughs> Uh, got it. <laughs> she's uh, like, and if you've looked after your teeth, she's going to see that and uh, realize that you are a good, healthy specimen. And you know uh, how to take care yeah. of yourself and those yeah, around you. Yeah, you know how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, look, I think um, good solutions, good solutions. And we're taking on an evil. Big toothpick. Big toothpick. Yeah. yeah. Big toothpick. Yeah. yeah they are an evil. Um, they need to be taken down for sure. That is an I absolute. I think the word fact. needs to get out about them. Yeah, they do. I'm I'm gonna do it. I mean, I, wanna- I have a relatively sizable platform on TikTok. I'm gonna dedicate my entire TikTok to ousting Big Toothpick <laughs> in whimsical. What you need to do? Fun Hold voices. up. What you need to do? Get a black and white video of a sad kid. So you can come over to my house. You can use Melody, right? Get a black and white video of her being really sad, and then be like, "This girl just stabbed herself with a toothpick. She thought it was just- a fun toy, but now she has blood in her mouth." <laughs> Just catch up down the chin, just a, yeah, a, and just have like a little slowly, bit. yeah, or and like do the, do like the, the that, oh, and then do the slow motion blurry cam, like zoom in on the floor, like where it's like, look at that, it's blood. <laughs> now, see, that sounds it. really funny, but knowing the culture of TikTok, there'd probably be a bunch of people that'd be like, ah, child pain is not funny, and like I would just get canceled. <laughs> they canceled you. Me, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say though, it wouldn't be the that would would not be the most crazy thing going around on TikTok. Though. Oh, definitely not. Are you kidding me? Definitely not. So much crazy stuff on there. Anyways, um, all right. Before we jump into our next next segment, um, I was noticing this. We just don't we don't thank our listeners and talk to them enough in general. We talk to each other, but we don't talk yeah. to them. Um, we appreciate you guys a lot. We uh, just so you know, we have a an Instagram. It's a little bit slow right now because uh, both Matt and I are, are very busy in our own time. Yeah. So we're trying to keep up with it as much as possible. But um, if you guys could go ahead and follow us there and then interact with us there, we'd really appreciate it. It's always fun to hear back from you guys and hear about your issues and, and have just have basic conversations. You know, it's a super fun thing. Um, we also do have a Patreon that we do run um, where we will a video. We'll take a video of each one of our clips, uh, our episodes, and we'll upload them unedited so you can see the full raw footage. And we also have our cringy practice episodes we're slowly uploading there they're <laughs> very cringy they're practice so bad episodes. <laughs> they're so bad but, please sign um, up to patreon um hey guys you don't know me because this is my first episode but um these guys are awesome i love their show oh, thanks, um Tom. and we i love you 
I painted in my eyebrow today, so uh, just in case there was video, so um, you can see. That. I didn't even notice because I'm colorblind, so you're you're good to go. <laughs> oh no, no, you would have if I hadn't. So I had alopecia a few years ago oh, okay. and lost one eyebrow. It looked oh. mental on videos. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's like, but that's like prime typecast for like Batman villain. Absolutely. Like, oh jeez, yeah. If I could. That'd be amazing. That, that's perfect right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I but, feel like we've had one good Australian uh, Batman villain. There's room for another one. Yeah. There is absolutely room yeah. for another one. Wait, who? Um, which, oh, Heath Ledger. Right. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How can I forget? I'm so stupid. <laughs> and um, that takes us to that takes us to the listener zone. Matt. Uh, hold on. Give me a second to think of a tune. Uh. Do you want me to suggest? Uh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> do yeah. do stars and stripes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> if I can remember, there's do so the many Australian John national anthem. Go on. No, oh yeah, I, have, no I don't know the Australian anthem. Actually, okay, I will make it up make as it up? I go along. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Australia. We've got big spiders and a beer that no one drinks. <laughs> also, what, what here's is, the the here's your issues. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I've been getting up at 5 a.m. for a week. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So we have listeners on this weekend, this weekend, guys, or this week, I should say. It might not be weekend for you. Um, so for those of you who don't know, we every week we do uh, a variation of either a troll attack or a listener zone. And on the listener zone, we address your issues that you have sent in to us. It doesn't really matter what they are. They can be anything. It can be an opinion. It could be a comment. It could be a statement. I really don't care. We really don't care. We will talk about them for you and we will help you find a solution or just just agree with you and rant with you. Or we just might just disagree with you and read it for two seconds and leave. But, you know, it's always like toss the dice. So we have three listener issues tonight for discussion. Um, our first one is from Casey from California. And she would like to know if two wrongs don't make a right, then how many do? Mm, I feel like there's a, um, there is a number. Two is too little. Millions is too many. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a certain amount of wrongs that can make a right. I'm going to say... 43. 43. Yeah, it was about right. Can, how did you arrive at that very specific number? That's how old I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> Suggesting that every year of your life has been a wrong? And increasingly wronger. For a metric, hold up. To, to try to figure this out, let's, I want, I'm going to pick a wrong. Okay. okay? And, let's, and I wonder if there's a certain point in doing this wrong where it now suddenly becomes okay. All right. Yeah. And I'll make it minor. So like we're not incriminating anyone. All right. So when you go to McDonald's, uh-huh. you grab 20 extra napkins every time. Why is that a wrong? Well, see, it's one of those gray areas, right? Like, but realistically, are you going to use all 20 napkins? And they're in good faith providing these napkins for people and their, their customers to use. I feel like, that there'd have to be a reason for you to be grabbing 20. Do you, is there a toilet paper crisis there? What's the... No. <laughs> well, there was at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, 
I okay, so you'd have to be a sadist for for napkins from McDonald's. I right, your guests come over. Hey, we're out of toilet paper. Here's some McDonald's napkins. You only get two though because I'm almost out. Meanwhile, if you could use both sides, that'd be great. When you go use the bathroom, Punchy pops out and says, "It looks like you're low on toilet paper." Yeah, everyone is Punchy. <laughs> go away, Punchy. Um. This is the no-no area. You're not supposed to be here. Um, so I'm thinking. Okay, okay. I actually, I actually went to McDonald's today. So thank you for gaslighting me. Um, and I, I went, I went there to get McDonald's breakfast. I'm thinking, if I'm it, within the context of McDonald's, if we're talking about a wrong, a wrong, too many napkins. Like, yeah, that's probably not good etiquette. A wrong is if I order a sausage McMuffin and they give me a bacon McMuffin. That's a wrong. Okay, we can go with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So at what point does... Because let's assume that every day you order a sausage McMuffin and every day they give you a ham McMuffin, right? I mm. I said bacon, but let's go with ham. I know, but, but ham I think is more of a crime in my opinion, right? Because at least, I don't know, the McDonald's ham is not ham. It's pink. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Can't confirm. Maybe it's spam? I don't know. I don't know. It's not great. Um, either way, let's say every day you do this. How many days would it take for them doing this to you for it to now be okay that they did it to you? I feel like hmm. there's a falling down situation that's going to happen at Michael Douglas film. I don't think that's going to ever be right. Uh, wait, like, Michael I agree. Douglas film? What film is that? Falling Down? Never heard of oh, it. Oh, yeah, this is an early 2000s one. And basically, he's just a guy trying to get to work, and uh, the world is crappy around him, and somehow he gets an automatic machine gun. I think it was probably, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it get made Michael these Douglas. days. Whoa, that was. Yeah, pretty sure it is. Zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> it, and that's what the movie does. Basically, he, he comes in, and, and he, it's, it's five past 11, and they're not doing breakfast anymore. Yeah. And he wants, uh, yeah. He wants to order some breakfast, please. And they won't let him have it. And he just goes mental. Goes Interesting. Mental. Crazy. Mm. Okay. I might need to go watch this film. Okay. So that reference okay. lost on you guys. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, now I just want to go watch it. Yeah. Okay. But on the concept of it might never be right. What? Okay. But like after realistically, right? Like after the 15th time. I would say it might be your fault that you're going to the same McDonald's, right? If they've done it 15 times in a row and after, and, and if you only go to this McDonald's and you're dead set on it, like this is my McDonald's. If they give me the wrong sandwich, are you going to go in and tell them for the 15th time to correct their mistake again for the 15th time? Or at what point you're just going to go, you know what? I'm just going to take the ham sandwich. It's not worth the time. Uh, okay. Now I was, I had is that it- same thought process, but that doesn't, equal a right it just means you just giving up uh-huh like that doesn't mean the same thing as it being a right right when <laughs> at what point did do you develop the taste for ham that's what i'm saying i think what if it's like yeah. there's some like underlying reason that mcdonald's wants to acclimate you to the taste of ham instead of sausage so, so let's say it takes you, you give up going back into the restaurant after five times. You're just at the window saying, give me, a, give me the sausage McMuffin or whatever it is, and, 
and they go, yep, sure. And you go, don't give me the ham one. And you get to the window and they give, yep, sure enough, the ham one. Okay, I've been in five times. I'm not getting out of my car again. Forget it. All right. I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to eat it. I'll eat it. Okay, so that's six. And then uh, seven, you might, oh, got the ham again. Okay, cool. Oh, well, last, I ate it. It wasn't that bad. And then you, I'm going to say seven. Yeah, seven's a number. Seven. You know, so seven. I think to wrap it up, we should say somewhere between seven and 43. I like that. Yeah, somewhere between it seven depends. and 43. Can you get back to us, Casey, after you try it out? Yeah. Just go to McDonald's and <laughs> deliberately be dissatisfied with whatever it is that you get. If, if yeah. And if, if that's too hard for you to do, just take 20 napkins and make eye contact with the cashier as you do it. Um, yeah. Let them know you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, our next one is from Cooper from California. Hello. Um, hey, Cooper. Hey. Cooper. G'day my- from Australia. I was hey. about to say, hey, Cooper, in an Australian accent. I'm really glad that you did it because it's yours. You sound better than I would have. <laughs> I tried to do a US one. Uh, no, no. No, please. Please, hold on. No, no, please, God. <laughs> please no, do. This please. is going to make my entire week. Please, please do a California accent, please. Uh, oh, California. Uh, look, um, the only one that I did was... Um, Gosh, Audrey, uh, I can't. <laughs> please, That's beautiful, please. Oh, because I, uh, oh, I did Seymour um, in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, nice. I was the only one who tried to do an accent, and um, it, yeah, on the spot, it, it, I've lost it. Hold on. Um, it's like you got to, you got to get back in the mental yeah. space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. I, I. I'm getting better at the Australian Gee, accent Audrey. while you're thinking because um, my daughter's been into Bluey recently. Like that's all she's watched on loop. Oh, so. that is huge. How big's that? That's massive. Yeah. Oh, now it's, it all sounds wrong in my head. How do you do this, Matt? I don't like, know. Like seriously. <laughs> I, ta- I talk He's, to myself a lot. Keep up your head. I'm just going to have to sing. <laughs> Wash off your mascara. Hey, Cooper, how are you today? <laughs> That was good. That was good. It sounds, no lie, it sounds pretty close to like just how people sound around here. Yeah. Hey, Cooper, how's it going? (laughs) Hey, Cooper, how are you today? Uh, (laughs) That was good. That sounded like an American. That's the one. So, Cooper, you're you're popular. G'day from Australia, Cooper. (laughs) No, there's too much. uh, Too much. uh. It's all good. Um, Cooper would like to know, Cooper would like to know, what is the Superior Olympics, summer or winter? Oh, easy. Is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, special. <laughs> Last one I actually watched. <laughs> actually, I'll tell you what. The and that's Para the end Olympics, of the show. Sorry. <laughs> winter Paralympics. That is amazing. That's incredible. Wait, Winter Paralympics? Paralympics are yeah. absolutely insane if you've ever watched them. No. And the winter ones... Um, like they'll have slalom. It'll be people in wi- uh, who need wheelchairs. They have the use of their legs, and they'll be sitting in a specially made uh, seat with a single ski below them. Okay, doing slalom races. It is incredible. Really, mm-hmm. and and that like I don't know if it's that half of their body is already broken, but they are <laughs> insane. It's like they do not care. Really, <laughs> I yeah, it's it's crazy. So okay. But so I've heard a lot of winter. Is that what we're we're agreeing with? Because I, I have a different metric on how I measure. I like okay, winter. No, you guys go personally. 
So, well, winter, winter, winter special, winter para, or just winter in general, right? You guys are both on that page. Yeah. So my, mm. mine is, I need to find the absolute strangest sport I can. And it kind of comes down to like winter or summer, which is like the strangest sport to watch, right? Like this is considered Olympic level sporting. Curling. There are people who dedicate their lives to this. So curling, I That's love. A, yeah, there's the obvious one. Yeah. yeah. Obvious one, curling, good. But what about fencing for summer? See, I don't- They, they were going to have rock climbing. They were going to have rock climbing uh-huh. um, in this latest Olympics that didn't happen. I was yep. I was hanging out to watch that. The speed climbing is pretty cool. Speed climbing Fencing is crazy. though, that's that's. I think if they introduced because lightsaber battles has become a, a legitimate mm-hmm. thing in the fencing world. Yeah, how cool would that be? That would be so. Have you, that have either you ever watched the fencing matches in Summer Olympics? Yes. Yeah, I only yeah. watched the weird stuff. Okay, good. Matt, have you ever seen it? Yeah, my favorite part was when. Um, Guillermo de Montalcino so you have from it. Spain. <laughs> dude, that fu- dude, that gold medal match, dude, that was so sick when he like so, poked him in the eye and <laughs> So my f- we put he put slices on either cheek and said Yeah, you killed, you my, killed father. my father prepared to die. Yeah, exactly. So was- so curling's fun. I I love it, right? But my th- what I like about fencing is you have these two dudes that are standing and facing each other and they have the giant lights on either side of the building that whichever one tags first, their light goes and like lights up the whole room, right? But the thing is they're so they're so quick and it's like they just stand there and stare at each other and they're going to go and then one of them will get stabbed. And if they disagree, they like throw the swords on the ground and start try to start fighting. I'm like, okay, well, you have a fencing sword. Why are you throwing it on the ground? Like, like do we forget what we're doing here? Just fight with the sword. <laughs> if you disagree, kill him. Huh. <laughs> How much more interesting would that be, I huh? Didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> they get upset. They throw their weapon away and go. Fight me. Oh, just with their hands gesticulating. Yeah. Why can't we just like. I don't know. Duel, duel to death. Wouldn't that be? I don't know. I feel like Summer Olympic has more more moxie there, like curling. Okay, but my favorite, uh, one of my favorites, and this is legit, is in the Winter Olympics, is the biathlon, which is cross country skiing and then target shooting and shooting. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to argue with a biathlon. That's true. That's that's true. Maybe maybe Summer could compete if they had paintball, but then basically that's just like practice war. I don't know if you want that on an international scale. <laughs> well, uh, how about no more wars, just paintball tournaments at the Olympics? Settled. Yeah. Done. Cool. So, Cooper, hmm. Matt, you have one more thing to add for Cooper? Uh, <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say that a way to make the Winter Olympics more extreme is with every event, make them do it with only one layer of clothing, and whoever can survive the longest without getting hypothermia <laughs> wins the gold medal. But that's that might be a tad extreme. What's the next one? <laughs> okay, okay, a, a combo, a combo, beach volleyball at the Winter Olympics. Yes. Perfect. The no hybrid sand, Olympics. Snow. Yes. Hybrid. Why can't we have hybrid Olympics? You could totally do it. Host the Summer Olympics during summer, but in Australia when it's actually winter. Yeah, you can have beach volleyball on an ice lake, and you can have pole vaulting in a parka. Yeah, New Zealand, I think. Um... Because they have better snow. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. And then soccer soccer on a hockey uh, rink. Excellent. I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, our third, our third issue um, is from James from California. Okay. And he would like to know how do you... Okay, he works at a company 
that does oil changes for cars. Okay. And he is having trouble, um, I don't know, inspiring the patrons, you know, for being excited to be there. I feel like an oil change, a lot of things, people kind of just go, eh, eh, I have to do an oil change, right? Yeah. So he wants a way to, to spice it up at his company so that his oil change experience at his, at his job can become something people look forward to. You know, the first thing I thought of when you mentioned doing oil changes, Michael, hmm. Michael. Yeah. Look, yes. Look, yes. Look at me. I'm, I'm looking at you. Do you, you remember the beloved movie Spaceballs? Yes. Remember oh. at the end of the movie when he pours the liquid Schwartz into the, into the spaceship? <laughs> yeah. Like and it goes oil? really fast. Yeah. What if uh, this person named James, who I've never met in my life, what if he just got a bottle of Penn's oil and <laughs> he, he, he just wrote, he just put a piece of duct tape over Penn's oil and he wrote special sauce on it. Okay, <laughs> really quick what? question. Really quick question. Can, can, I have a really good idea that kind of goes along with this, that kind of tracks, right? Yeah. So the duct tape, I think, is good, but just to make it take it up a notch, instead of just one color duct tape, they have like six colors and then have the top one have the writing on it, right? And then it has to be a rule in the shop that when when it opens the bottle, there's confetti cannons that shoot and it plays like 10 seconds of club music. Right? As like they open the special sauce and they say, and like it has to be an option the customer can select. Be like, hey, do you want, um, do you want uh, traditional, half synthetic, full synthetic, or special and people be like special what's special like, oh uh it's just a new product you know it's not for everyone um but you know maybe you'd like it it kind of is, could be fun, kind of fun and it just turns into a straight-up rave in the whole the whole station for like 10 seconds right and everybody else who's driving by is gonna go oh whoa do i need an oil change huh what what <laughs> happened there maybe i should go maybe i should go what? too okay okay Okay. I I thought you were going to go with um, just add glitter to the oil so it looks like the Schwartz. <laughs> Damn, that's so much better. That's so much better. You could also do that. <laughs> Have glitter in it and, and, and give them a special like TV that like hooks up to their window. So like they can like you have like a production like when you start pouring in like it's like a cam of the special being poured into their engine. You can see like the glitter going in and just like there's the club music going and. Huh. Can get a dance around their hood like someone like one of the engineers can stand up on their car and start dancing for them okay so we don't really have these D- do you stay in the car while they do an oil change no no there's no. there's yes there there are some uh, drive-through ones i think the ones that james is referring to is one that you drive through yeah well those are insane really yeah, yeah oh because so- if you've got that then you've got the rave and then to add an extra element just bear with me think disney on ice so the whole floor is covered in oil and all the guys just slide, slide the around like the lost at, like the lost number from Greece. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they, and they wear the leather jackets and they, Oh my God. And, perfect. Yeah, maybe they oh, do a Greece oh, number. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know what? That would actually be really good because like, I'm thinking I have been to um, one of these drive through places a couple times 
and like the way like the way that is they're like their advertisers like oh it's 15 minute change the only problem is you have to go wait in line for like 45 right because it's like you have three cars in front of you so yeah you're in there for 15 minutes but you're still sitting there for a long time but if every time someone got an oil change i got to watch a mini musical number of people sliding around in oil and confetti and music and rave and someone dancing in a car dude i would do it i would do an oil change every three thousand miles that'd be yeah that's <laughs> yeah true. and how many how many out of work actors are there there at the moment tons i would do that you are a, you kidding you me? need a job <laughs> are you kidding me I would cover myself in motor oil and sing an acapella version of Grease Lightning for tips. That's how desperate I am. I don't care. You've heard it on video and on fa- and podcast. And see it soon on TikTok. I'll never regret it 20 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, James, it might be a little bit of a production to set up, but I think it'll be worth your time. I think you'll get away with like um, a confetti cannon and a boombox. He's already got the grease. Yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, I think, and I think you just win over your employees. I think they would be all on board, right? Tell them that they get to slip around and like sing. Oh, if they get to sort of hand out a tip cup too, because I'm sure that's not. Oh a yeah, thing that's very true. At a at an oil change place. No, no. Yeah. So then they get to have a tip cup for the performance, and you know, tip culture is so freaking embedded in America. Like literally, it's on everything now it's so frustrating people like people do anything for you like hey uh, 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 hold on <coughs> speaking of cars i don't think i told you about this mike a couple weeks huh. ago i didn't know that apparently this is a big thing in la this happened to me in fullerton uh in orange county and i was at a stoplight and this guy ran up to my car with like a like a squeegee and a bucket of mm. cleaner and he yeah. washed my windshield squeegeed off the cleaner before the light turned green, and then he walked away. And apparently, these guys do that to promote their car washing business, and then they ask for a tip afterwards. And I'm like, I didn't ask you to do that. I'm not going to give you a tip. Yeah, no. I'm not going to give you any money for touching my that car. That was the most buckwild thing that's ever happened to me in my adult life. I just sat there like, what? what? I was just watching him clean my windshield, and I thought he was going to like break in next. I didn't know what to expect. I was very scared. <laughs> Oh, hey, I thought that was an American thing. It, no, it, um, it is, but I never had that happen to me ever. So I told my roommates about it, and they were like, yeah, what's the problem? Like, they knew about it, but I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, hey, the Cooper. You know. Not Cooper. That was the Olympics. That was James. James, <laughs> James you're fine. Take care of it. James. Hey, um, this has been the Listener Zone. This has been the Listener Zone. But that's Stars and Stripes, right? That's what I just did. Is it? I did not. I could not recognize it. This is the Tapa Listener Zone. There you go. That's what I did the first time. <laughs> Use the second take. It was much better. Such a <laughs> dick. I hate you. <laughs> hey, Matt, do you have an issue? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. I love Nicolas Cage. I love him so much. Uh, now, yes. I, I mean this half literally and half ironically i became obsessed with nicholas cage's movies when i was a teenager because i just think he's so ridiculous and spectacular and so much so that my sister when i graduated high school my sister's graduation gift to me was giving me the knowledge that nicholas cage and i have the same birthday I've messaged him on Instagram every year saying happy birthday. I haven't gotten a response back, but that might change. <laughs> now you're on TikTok now that maybe that maybe he's on TikTok. 
possibly. Try that one too. As, as far as TikTok goes, I'm like a B-list, C-list celebrity on there. <laughs> like <it doesn't, laughs> um, so must be nice to be on a list. I, right, yeah. I mean, Rob Paulson follows me, so that's my claim to fame. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I don't know. Nick Cage. My thing. So I watched Nicolas Cage for years, just being entertained by how over the top he was. You know what I mean? And good impression. Thank you. I had to lean back. So my waveform didn't, you know, go berserk. So, but then recently during the pandemic, I watched a movie that Nicolas Cage was in called leaving Las Vegas. Now, Leaving Las Vegas, it's a very, it's a well-made film, very depressing film about an alcoholic who gets his life together and falls in love with the prostitute, you know, very uplifting. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I was like, wait a minute, this is, this is like a good movie. And then, cause I'm one of those people that when I watch movies, I look up the IMDB facts about the movie. Nicolas Cage won an Oscar for that movie. I had lived 28 years of my life not knowing that Nicolas Cage had actually won an Oscar, and then my world exploded. Wait, he did? Yes, he won. He's capable of good stuff. Like honestly, I'm a bit older than you guys. He won Best Actor. <clears throat> he won here. Best Actor for that movie. <laughs> yeah. Now look, he he did some great I, films. I'm not. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying, to my mind, my preconceived notion of Nicolas Cage. I still love him either way. Nick, if you ever listen to this, please answer my DMs. So <laughs> I look. What my issue is, I don't know whether he's a good actor or not. <laughs> I'm very confused <laughs> because he's done. He'll do something like Leaving Las Vegas, and then he'll do something. He's in a movie coming out about Five Nights at Freddy's, where the entire movie is him beating up on demonic animatronics from an off-brand Chuck E. Cheese. So, did he have a tax problem? Is that the thing? No. Is is that what like? Wesley Snipes had one. Yeah, I know he did. I don't know if Nick Cage and did. I don't. I don't. Did Nick Cage had Nick something, Cage and he had, no. I'm pretty sure he did, and he had to make just a buttload of movies. Was that it? And is it that, would, was just taking everything. Is that yeah, what it he is? He did Mandy. He did. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Uh, I, I, I'm going to use Google for a brief moment, yeah, please. If 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 okay. that is the case, my entire point of view of my I don't want to say Nick idol because that's too extreme. A but tax oh my goodness problem because the first movie i ever saw that he was in is a movie called deadfall i don't know if you've seen that movie i probably have there was a period in the how old is that film i believe it came out in the early 90s oh i might have missed it um it's awful it's terrible okay but that's why i love it it has one of the most iconic nick cage losing his shit scenes ever in it where he's like so, on a bed screaming about hangers. Anyway, that's probably where I remember. He it does have a tax thing, but we'll preface this. It I don't know if it's enough to bankrupt him. And it was pretty late in his career. Late in his it's, career. Yeah, well, uh, that's it. Like okay, so he did some good films in the middle. Yeah. I'm thinking Leaving Las Vegas, up to Con Air. All the later ones, yeah. You know, he was a, he was pretty buff. <laughs> Put the bunny back in the box. It's not a great film, but it's yeah. it's, it's it's a fun film. And then, and then you know what, mm, he shifted more and more into B-list. Huh. Yeah. Because he was, just had to take everything to pay whatever he... This is... It says it says that the basically he owed the IRS um, $12.9 million. Whoa! 
in 2009. So yeah, that would be a that would be a tax problem for me. Yeah, for me, I'll oh, you kidding me? <laughs> I don't think that the, I don't think the IRS could find 12.9 million in my existence. <laughs> They'd have to take me alive, is what they would have to do. Um, okay. It says that before his before then, the quirky hacker reportedly bought two castles, an island, a dinosaur skull, shrinking pygmy heads, and a dozen mansions. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. He spent a but like he MC hammered it. He just spent a a heap of money going trouble with the IRS, and then like started taking any film he could get into. And he paid it off three years later. Sort of tanked his career. God, I love him. Oh my god, I love him so much. (laughs) So wait, I'm not sure what your issue is. You want to know if he's a good actor? I just, I, I guess my my issue is I don't. I, I this is an existential crisis for me. I don't know how okay. to feel about this person that I've idolized for one reason and then now a totally different one after I saw a good performance that he did. I um okay. The, have you watched the history of swearing on Netflix? I haven't yet, but I'm aware of it. Okay. Um I have watched the first minute of the first episode which is the fuck episode. Yeah. Yes. I've and seen, I, he just I have he seen just it. does movie lines to the camera, straight shot, down the barrel, just doing different movie lines over and over and over again, just to all have the word fuck in them. That's his intro. <laughs> he's, he's like wearing a smoking jacket, standing in front of a fire, doing these movie lines down the barrel. He is a good actor. Uh, he, I say it. Nick, Nick Cage, good actor. Okay. Okay. So he is a good actor. Okay. He, I, I think he can be. I think you need um, – I think a lot of actors probably need good directors to rein them in. That's definitely also, true. Uh, also hop on board with Tom here as well, right? The fact that he's able to do that number of roles where he's just literally being crazy and he can still do it in a serious manner. So it's actor. a choice. Like that, him being nuts is a choice. Oh, oh, absolutely, I think. It's probably what he likes to do. It's definitely what he's sort of, maybe what, that's what he gets hired for now. Like he's typecast for that. Yeah, I can't imagine seeing like a Nick Cage, like, um, what's called 51st dates style film where Nick Cage has to go and date someone, you know, who has like a memory problem and he has to like take care of them or like Nick Cage in like the notebook. Like what if Nick Cage was the main male lead in the notebook? He's done romantic leads. He's done romantic yeah, leads. He has. It's true. He has. I, but that okay. Meg, was it a Meg Ryan one where he's an angel in the Google? I, I know what you're there? talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I saw that one one time and I just don't like Meg Ryan, so I'd never watch it again. Oh, no, that's totally valid. You're absolutely. Yeah, that's valid. I can't can't handle her, man. Look, the cage rage is alive. I'm never going to lose my love for the cage. (laughs) I just, I was just very, very confused when I saw Leaving Las Vegas because I went into it with a very specific mindset of, oh, yes, this is the kind of evening I'm having. And then it turned into a crying evening of appreciating a good performance. And I was very confused. (laughs) So I think that the one takeaway is Nicolas Cage will always confuse you. And with that, my name is Matt Schuster. (laughs) My name is Tom Croucher. I hate going last because I have to come up with something creative. I don't think about it because I never go last. Make sure it's about the Beatles. Make sure it's about the Beatles. Okay. The Beatles. Okay, okay. Cut this out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cut this out. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think after three years, it's not cannibalism. So I'm a beetle eater. <laughs> Thank you for coming. You didn't say your name. <laughs> I'm Beetle Eater. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. Beetle your mic. It's long. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Work Beetlejuice into it. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Oh, Take two. Here we go. And my name is Mike Donahue. I got nothing. I'm done. I'm tired. It's been a long day. Beetles are- You got two kids or something? Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.